Radio. This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Rappaport to the Rescue with award-winning animal advocate Jill Rappaport. Hi, welcome to Rappaport to the Rescue. I'm Jill Rappaport. I am literally jumping up and down today. I have to tell you that I've always prided myself that all the years I've been doing these rescue segments that I have had a 100% adoption record. I don't mean to be braggadocious, but you know what? If you're going to brag about something, that is the topic to brag about. And I had my ultimate challenge just last week when I went on Good Day New York with my dear pal, who we're going to be talking to in a few minutes, Rosanna Scotto. And I brought on a dog that was 16 years young, almost 17 years old. She'd been given up by her owner because her owner was sick and could no longer care for this pet. And I said, you know what? I'm going to take this dog on the show because I have told everyone over the years that if you shine a light on these animals in need, we can save them. Well, I tied it into my campaign that I am working on with Sundays for Dogs, which is a wonderful campaign we kicked off on Black Friday in honor of Black Dog Syndrome and Cyber Senior Monday. And so this dog was the epitome of both. She's Black and she's a super senior. And I said, you know what? In honor of the campaign, I'm going to go on the show. I'm going to show everybody how wonderful and vibrant this beautiful little girl is. She sat on my lap like a little angel, but very attentive and very alert. And would you believe one week later, we got her a forever home. Yay! <laughs> this is the best news in the world. This is what it's all about. And again, my reputation, my record holds 100% adoption rate. When we come back, I am going to be interviewing the wonderful man responsible for finding me this dog, his shelter, Little Shelter, and his name is David Seeley, took in this wonderful little angel, gave her a home. We were all hoping, we were praying, our fingers were crossed. David said, I've got the perfect dog for you to take on Good Day New York. He brought her in, he drove for an hour and a half. And would you believe she went home with her new family yesterday. So when we come back, we'll be talking to David Seeley about this incredible adoption. And then right after that, my pal, Rosanna Scotto. Stay tuned. Molly, here's your dinner. <laughs> Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your cat tree tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back 
to Rappaport to the Rescue. I'm Jill Rappaport. Okay, the man of the hour, the one and only David Seeley, the executive director of Little Shelter in Huntington, Long Island. And I cannot rave enough about you, David. Let me just tell my audience here that whenever I have a segment, whether it was for Harry Connick Jr., the Today Show, Animal Planet, and I need a particular dog, a particular color, particular age, three-legged, deaf, I said, David, do you have dogs for me? Yes. He always comes through, not only delivering me the most wonderful animals, but they are so beautifully cared for. The commitment, the compassion this man has for what he does. Little Shelter is just a little jewel, a wonderful place on Long Island that if you are looking for your forever pet, your forever best friend, you must check out Little Shelter in Huntington, Long Island. David Seeley, I adore you. And again, we pulled off a miracle, didn't we? We did yet again. So all of those wonderful things you said, Jill, right back at you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, let's talk about Chica. Chica is the 16-year young dog. I called David up literally. I think we had 48 hours. I said, I need a black senior dog. And not just any black senior. I need her to be able to, or he, to be able to sit on my lap, small, because with COVID, there's so many restrictions now. David, well, you weren't even allowed in the studio with me. You had to wait in the lobby. So I was going to be meeting this little fur angel for the first time, and she had to trust me and be sweet. And you came up with the most amazing dog. Let's talk about Chica and how she came to you. So, you know, one of the things that Little Shelter prides itself on is that we're always there for the lifetime of the animals, no matter what. And Chica had been adopted from us years and years ago. And her mom fell ill and had to go into an assisted living facility and was not able to care for her any longer. We were not going to turn our backs on this dog or any other dog that passes through our gates. So we had to rise to the challenge again and bring Chica back to Little Shelter. Wasn't the easiest decision, but it was a no-brainer. And then when you gave us a call uh, to let us know what your campaign was all about, we wanted to give her this wonderful opportunity. I knew she was the dog and it really worked out. You shone your light on her. Her adopter saw her on the show and she called me immediately. We talked about it for a little bit. And um, like you said, a week later, Chica's in her brand new home now. Now, we should tell our listeners that the adopter is a shy person. We begged her. We wanted her to come on the show today. And she said, oh, no, 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 don't worry. I just want to give her a great home. She does not want the glory. She just wants to give the forever home, which she is a true hero. Are you allowed to talk about her, her name, the situation? So, yeah, sure. Little Shell just carved out this really wonderful niche of adopters that take kindly to our seniors. And Barbara is one of those adopters. And when she saw you with her and she heard Little Shelter, she reached out to us immediately. And, you know, Barbara is a pretty special person. She's got a son with autism that she cares for. And so she's very intuitive when it comes to special needs. Seniors are her favorite. You really won't go outside of adopting a senior dog. So when she had called us about Chica, you know, I said to her, I said, Barbara, this is a no brainer. This is definitely right up your alley. She's taken dogs from us. The last dog she took, the last two passed. One had cancer, was terminal. She knew it. She was up to that challenge. And then the last one was another senior who had a limited time. But I think she's going to get a lot more mileage out of Chica. And hopefully they're going to both be able to join each other for a lot longer. You saw her. She has a ton of life left in her. Amazing. And people that watched the segment said, no way is she 16. And by the way, David, when we first talked, you said she could be anywhere from 16 to 18. So I was expecting a very frail, 
a lot of gray on the face. I mean, the dog looks like she's eight years old and acts like she's eight years old. And I've been there. I've adopted older dogs. And I always tell people, don't count them out. Don't look at the age, just like human beings. Don't judge me by my age because they will surprise you. When you open up your heart and home, they thrive and they can live well into their teens. And hey, my CJ just passed at 20 years old without ever being sick a day in her life. So I always tell people, please don't look at the age, look at the soul. And what's amazing about Chica, she got this attention from being on the segment. And that's what it's all about, right, David? I know you do these segments often, but people would just give us a chance to shine a light on them. They'd all get a home. Yeah, yeah, they really would. And I I mean, I I was watching this segment down when I was in the lobby and I could see her eyes shining when she was sitting on your lap. And it was just, it really was something special to see. And like you said, I would never have known she was as old as she was if I wasn't here. I'm here for 12 years as the executive director and she was adopted before then. I would have aged her at 10, 10 years easily. But yeah, she's something special. Well, and let's talk about you and your group. First of all, this woman, are we allowed to mention her last name? Barbara's yeah, last sure, name? Yeah, sure. Her name is Barbara Gray. Well, Barbara Gray, I love you. You are our hero. I cannot thank you enough. I wish she was on the Zoom call. I would literally hug her through the screen. Um, Please convey my feelings about her. She really is a hero because, listen, you know, I always take in older dogs, but people do worry and it is a real consideration. Health and less years that you may have and you become bonded and attached. And, you know, it's a heartbreak when it ever happens, let alone when you take a dog that old. She really is just unbelievable to make sure that this dog's last years, and it will be years, will be beautiful, wonderful, loving ones. And that's what you are all about at your rescue group and your shelter. At Little Shelter, you walk in and there's cages and rows and beautiful buildings of older animals that you really always want to give a chance to. And you're no kill. And no matter what, they will live out their life at Little Shelter. If they do not get adopted, they will always have a home with you. Yeah, well, they will have a home with us. But one of the things that separates Little Shelter from your typical animal rescue, Jill, is that we also have our sanctuary. So as beautiful as Little Shelter is, and you saw it, we're six acres of gorgeous property in Huntington, Long Island. But our kennels, you know, and we have 200 volunteers. So these dogs get out very frequently, but they're still in kennels. And if they're here too long, they might develop problems. And our sanctuary is there to help relieve some of those issues and provide a setting to live in that's outside of a shelter environment. And that's one of the things that really separates Little Shelter apart from a lot of other rescues. And your sanctuary, you know, hey, there have been situations where you get dogs in and sometimes, sadly, due to situation from their past or whatever their environment was, you have not been able to adopt them out, whether it be a health issue or a safety issue. But we should let our listeners know, rest assured, they're going to still have a beautiful forever life at your sanctuary. Yeah, at our sanctuary, there's no more chain link. All of the dogs live in their own rooms. They've all got a couch. They watch television. They have radios, pictures on the walls. Can Um, I go there? (laughs) I think I want to be there. (laughs) Um, We have, there's a pond up there that's two and a half acres. And they throw the balls and frisbees out into the ponds. The dogs retrieve them and come back. So they definitely have a wonderful life up there. And we leave them on the website. If someone, we find the right home that comes across and stumbles, you know, upon them, we'll entertain an adoption. So it doesn't mean they're just taken off everybody's radar. 
Right. Our listeners should also know that all this care and attention and beautiful land and TVs and six acres comes with a very hefty price tag. And you rely solely on your wonderful donors and donations and volunteers and fosters. For those listening, and hopefully there's many, how can we help you? So you could always find us on our website at littleshelter.org. We love when people come to the shelter. The animals love when people come to the shelter. So you can visit us at 33 Warner Road in Huntington. And it's one of the best ways to see where your money does go. So we encourage people to visit us. That's Huntington, New York, since this is all over the world. Yes, Huntington at Long Island. And you can find us on all the social media platforms at Little Shelter. And as you mentioned, we don't get any government funding we solely run on the generosity of the public and our donors, you know, and we are a true no-kill shelter. We're coming up on our 95th year anniversary in April. So it's a pretty big deal. Well, I'll tell you, you are amazing because you always are about, like me, the underdogs of the shelter world, the special needs, the seniors, the pits. Those are the ones that you really open up your hearts and homes to always and try to educate people that we should adopt them. And for that, I thank you so much. And let's just leave on a note about Chica and what it is, the advantages of taking in an older dog, the pluses, why people should really consider be bold, go old. (laughs) There's countless pluses. They absolutely, and I know it sounds cliche, but they know when you've rescued them and they really appreciate it. And that's the best feeling in the world. So the feeling that you get from it is just incredible. But A lot of other things that come into play is their personality is already there. You don't have to go through the puppy housebreaking stages. You don't have to figure out, you know, what you see is what you get. You don't have to wonder if they're going to get bigger, you know, as they, you know, if it's a puppy, how big is it going to be when it grows? What you see is what you get when you get a senior dog. Puppy stage is over. You don't have to go through the chewing or all any any of that stuff. They're established and uh, you don't have to worry about the training. It's just such a wonderful experience when you adopt a senior dog. David, bless your heart. Again, Little Shelter, Huntington, Long Island. I actually was there just last week looking and uh, oh boy, I could have gone home with at least five dogs. I'm coming back next week because you're getting a whole group of older dogs and I want to check out. You're probably going to leave with 20 this time. Oh my goodness. (laughs) But you are amazing. And again, Chica got a home, 16 years young. She is in a wonderful home. Barbara, bless your heart. And when we come back, we are going to catch up with the one and only Rosanna Scotto from Good Day New York. Thanks to her and her wonderful show, Chica Got a Home. Yay! So stay tuned. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. (laughs) 
Welcome back to Rappaport to the Rescue. I'm Jill Rappaport, and I'm now joined with my dear pal, who I've known for years, who I adore, Rosanna Scotto, the one and only great Rosanna, who has been doing this amazing show, Good Day New York, for years. She is one of the most beloved figures on television. Everywhere you go with her, everyone says, oh, I love Rosanna. It is a consistent feeling across the board. And you are so amazing. And I have to share this with our listeners because whenever I have anything, whether it be a new show or working on puppy bowl or dog bowl or a leash line or a rescue situation, I have reached out to Rosanna and she always comes through. She always says, yes, come on any way I can help you. And that is so unusual and so rare in the world we live in, especially this industry, she is there to help her pals. And she's been so supportive of my rescue efforts and what I've done for animals. What can I say? I just adore you. First of all, you've said way too much. I, <laughs> I did not even recognize me. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're way too generous and kind. I am in awe of what you do every day. Excuse Oscar. He always chimes in in this show, but go ahead. Oscar is agreeing with me. That's yes, it. yes. He's chiming in. He's like, oh, you're right. You're right. Anyway, you do such amazing work. And I'm always, you know, just amazed and impressed and inspired by what you do. And any way I can help, I'm so happy to. And I'm so glad that we, we have a success story to talk about. This is amazing. And David Seeley is also joining us from Little Shelter. This story, because again, it was for the campaign, Sundays for Dogs, dog food that I was part of. And they wanted to focus solely at the time on Black Friday, Black Dog Syndrome, which is a real plight, which you know, because Black dogs have trouble getting adopted. And I said, okay, I'll do it, but we have to continue it for Cyber Senior Monday because I'm all about the seniors. And it really is, and David will attest to this, the seniors are the ones languishing in the shelters across the country. If people think they're old, they don't want them, they have less time to live, and it couldn't be further from the truth. And when he came up with this amazing animal, said, I have a dog for you. She could be anywhere from 16 to 18. Part of me was like, oh my goodness, we have to shine a light on her. And she was also black. I said, but then the other part of me thought, oh my goodness, this could be so sad. I mean, she's 16 years old. I'm going to go on your show, Rosanna. What if nobody ever gives her a home? Well, not even six days later, this wonderful woman came forward and gave her a permanent forever home. Thanks to your show. Well, listen, you brought that beautiful Chica on and Chica won the hearts of everybody. And I was just so pleased. In fact, I think I emailed or texted you a few days later and I was like, please tell me Chica found a home. Because yes. I, you know, when I do these segments, I want to make sure that we're successful and that they find their forever home. And it happened. So tell me about the person who adopted Chica. Well, I'm going to let David tell you because she was so shy. Would you believe this, Rosanna? I begged David. I said, tell her, her name's Barbara, and David will fill you in a little bit. I said, she's got to come on. We have to thank her. David, in a nutshell, because we just talked about this a few minutes earlier, tell Rosanna about what this woman is like and what type of dog she always tends to gravitate towards. So Barbara is super special. She's one of the very few people who can really focus on the fact that these senior dogs need to spend their golden years in a wonderful home where they're put first. You know, she puts all of her personal feelings aside because she she adopts senior dogs. So she's seen her share of loss, 
But it's all about the dog with Barbara. You know, it's not about her. It's not about her feelings. It's really about making sure that that dog is happy for the rest of its life. She really believes in that. And she saw the segment and loved it, right? I was just going to say, she saw Chica. And I I have to say, she actually looked extra specially beautiful on the show that day. Her eyes were shining like crazy. The lighting is very good on your show, Rosanna, by the way. (laughs) It really is. (laughs) It must have been the company she was keeping, too. Jill was cradling her, and she was on her best behavior. So Barbara had seen her on the show and she had reached out to us because she had a history with us in the past. And she said, please tell me more about her. And I said, Barbara, this is a no brainer for you. So she came and she met her. And that's, you know, she's just a very special lady. And, you know, together we really made something special happen for Chica. And she's so shy. She would not come on the podcast. She said, no, I don't need any of that. You know, she's one of those really unsung heroes. You know, she takes in these dogs in the twilight of their lives. And all she wants to do is give them the best life for whatever time they have left. Oh, Chica's going to be so happy. Chica is going to be home for the holidays. That's exactly. Now, Rosanna, let's talk about you a little bit for everyone all over the world that doesn't get Good Day New York and Australia or wherever, but you can, I would imagine, online. You have been a fixture on that show. And now you're doing the whole nine o'clock hour solo. You yes. work hours a day since when did you start that show? 2008? Well, I've been on Good Day New York about 14 years now. Right doing the 10 o'clock news for another 14 or 15 years. And it was quite an adjustment. So the seven to 9 a.m. hour is mostly newsmakers. And so we interview politicians, Dr. Fauci, you name it, we have them on our show. The nine to 10 o'clock hour is more lifestyle kind of celebrity type thing. And that is my show solo. All of it can be seen on the Fox 5 NY app. It's a free app. You can stream our show um, and it's a lot of fun. And we try to make it New York centric and casual, right? We don't want it to be one of those stuffy shows. Well, and it's hugely successful. I know that the buzz everyone was talking about that you were kind of kicking the Today Show's butt, right? (laughs) Okay, I don't want to talk too much. I'm knocking on wood everywhere, you know, but we're doing all right. No, I mean, it is like the go-to show in New York. Everybody knows you. And as I was saying that when I'm at an event in the summer, I'll be with, you know, someone like a Christy Brinkley or a friend and we walk in and everybody's running towards Rosanna. Like everyone. That's not true. No, that is true. People adore you because you know what it is? Yes, you're a celebrity, but it's so much more than that with you. When people meet you, they feel like they've known you their whole lives. They feel like you're their sister, you're their friend, you're their confidant, because that's how you are on TV. There is no difference between the friend and the person on TV. So when people see you, it's like, oh, there's my pal. And they do run up and embrace you. I've seen it. That That is the nicest compliment. And I just, like I said, I, I'm not trying to be like a news anchor. I'm just trying to be me telling you what's going on in our community and in our world. I'm looking to inform you and entertain you, but not hit you over the head with any kind of politics any which way. You know what I mean? So great. And it's such a wonderful, uplifting show. And we need to be lifted up now, right, Ro? We do. Oh, we're in a crazy time right now, especially in New York City. The variant, uh, the Omicron is just rapidly increasing. The good part is, I know so many people, Jill, I'm sure you do too. They're all getting it mildly. It's like a cold or a flu. They're not going to the hospital, thank goodness. Well, 
you know, I have to bring this up because Rosanna, you had such a devastating loss and I knew your beloved father. All of our listeners know your wonderful family, the Scotto family. They've been on the Today Show for years cooking up a storm. The restaurant Fresco is just amazing. I know your sister, your brothers, your parents and your dear beloved father. You lost him this year to COVID just recently. We did. He had the Delta variant and he was double vaxxed. And it came on like a stomach flu. He thought he had food poisoning. And so, you know, I just think that he was talking to his doctor and we just lost valuable days. And by the time we got him in, he was having problems breathing. He had a few more days in the hospital and then they put him on the uh, intubation. And that was basically the end. I was so upset when I heard that because to know this family, not only is to love them, but they are so tight knit. Your whole family, I've met your children, your husband, the whole Scotto family is all about love and your mother and what a relationship, the years of marriage they've had. How is your mother doing? Mom is doing okay. We're keeping her very busy, or I should say she's keeping us very busy. (laughs) And uh, we keep going, Dad, where are you? Dad, come back. No questions asked. Just walk in the door. Where are you? What have you done? (laughs) I was thinking of you with the holiday season because, oh boy, this has got to be just such a huge void. And your family, the restaurant is still thriving. The family's cooking together, laughing together, trying to just have a life together, right? We're trying to keep it together. Uh, We put on a brave front. Our Fresco by Scotto restaurant in Manhattan is doing really well. We have this gorgeous outside. We're doing well. And we keep saying, my dad's looking down. He's like saying, you have one less problem to think about right now. (laughs) Restaurant's okay. And we'll be with mom during the holiday. And I told her I would sleep over our house Christmas Eve. I think my husband's happy about that. He gets a little reprieve. He'll have the kids. And I'll be with my mother. I love your husband. He's great. And we should also talk about not only your wonderful kids, but you have a fur angel. You are also a pet parent to Lulu. And by the way, you have been such a great sounding board because Lulu's getting up there in age. She's a cockapoo. She's 13 years old. And, you know, she's got her aches and pains and she tore a ligament. And of course, the doctor said right away, the vet said she needs surgery. And I was going to do it until Jill walked into my life. And that day, and I was like, Jill. I got to ask you a question. Should she be getting this surgery? And Jill said to me, don't rush to do it. Do some like, you know, put her in the bathtub, let her do some doggy paddles, see how that works for a few weeks. And we're taking your advice. And by the way, I've then talked to other people who've said the same thing. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I almost put her under the knife just because that's what our vet said to do. Yeah, exactly. And I'll defer to David with this. Having been through this with my CJ, my Havanese, who also tore a crucial ligament, and we put her in the bathtub and then the swimming pool. David, she was fine for the last 10 years of her life. Do you agree with water therapy, especially in a senior dog? You don't want to put them under the knife and under anesthesia if you don't have to. Yeah, it's always like a quick knee jerk reaction, you know, to go to that surgery. But I've seen so many that have lived normal, healthy lives without the surgery. It's always a toss up and it's not something you should just take very easily and run straight to the knife. Do you have any suggestions for Rosanna other than the water therapy? Keep an eye on the weight. (laughs) Is she thin, Lulu? No, she, she has an eating problem like we all do. <laughs> well, she's in fresco. How can we blame her with that delicious food in that family? But I'm just wondering, David, how long should I do the, you know, the bathtub thing with her? And at one point, should I be looking for like an improvement? 
just look to see if she's in any sort of pain following it because i have a dog at home right now that has that same type of an injury and she's a little yorkie and she's just so tiny but i've also had i have another dog that had that injury and absolutely needed the surgery so keep an eye on how active she is and if you start to see if she's in pain and it gets a little bit more uncomfortable for her you might want to readdress the situation but i certainly wouldn't jump to it right away not in a 13 year old i mean that's scary right when they're that old and what are you doing for your Yorkie? How have you helped her leg? I just keep an eye on it. And I can, you know, I can feel her knee pop in and out. It's actually both of her legs. But yeah, so right now I might maybe she might have to go on to supplements as she gets older, but she's still fairly young. And I just keep her weight down and I just keep an eye on her. And, um, you know, you'll know when they're in pain and when, you know, that's when you'll deal with it. But if not, let it ride. Yeah, let it ride. Less is more. These animals don't want to be messed with. And you know, the more you deal with and, and opening them up and their bodies to surgery, you weaken their immune system like people. But have you done the water therapy yet, Rosanna? I did. Let me tell you, I've done it twice so far. Once I did by myself. It's not that easy because, you know, Lulu is about 28 pounds. And like you said, you have to kind of help her underneath yeah, her underneath. belly. And I had my son do it with me yesterday. Uh, he got it better. He's a little stronger than I am. Plus, I put the water a little higher. And I think that helped, too, with keeping her. Does she like it? Is she? Yeah, she loves the water. And have you noticed, is she walking any better? CJ, it happened pretty quick. She got better. We were shocked. Well, she does not seem like she's in pain. I, I will tell you that. So, hoping uh, you know, to do it. You said about, what, two or three times a week? That's it? Five minutes? Yeah, David, do you agree? Because that's what I, yeah, did I with think David. that's fine. And what that'll do is it builds the muscle up around the ligament tear. So it takes the pressure off of it. So as long as you're getting some build up there and, and making sure there's no atrophy, you're, that's the best way to go. Okay. Yeah. And she seems happy. See, Roseanne has been through this before, David. She's had done the surgery with Lulu and it was a nightmare and a, a heck of a recovery. I just think at that age, don't put them through that. Yeah. When, when they're older, it's a little bit more sensitive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we slept on the floor for like six weeks. I mean, it's just way too much. <laughs> We've gotten a little bit older too. <laughs> yeah. And you've got quite a busy career. You're sleeping on the floor all night and then you have to be on the air for hours during the day. No, I just can't. I, you know, I'm going to have to sleep with the plastic surgeon. <laughs> Well, Rosanna, I cannot thank you enough. If it wasn't for you and your show and David Seeley, the wonderful little shelter finding us, Chica, you made a miracle happen. This is the best news for the holidays to know that this fur angel found a forever home. Thanks to you and Good Day New York. That's really the best Christmas gift, isn't it? Thank you so much for introducing me to Chica. Beautiful, beautiful dog. Going to make that woman, Barbara, so happy. And, you know, I'm just the conduit, Jill. You brought life to that baby, and I'm glad that baby found a home. Oh, well, thank you so much. And I wish you and your family the most wonderful, beautiful holidays. I'm thinking about you and your papa smiling down on you, Ro. And David, again, thank you for God's work that you're doing, bringing all these animals into our lives and raising awareness for them. And to both of you, happy holidays. Thank you so much for being here today on Rappaport to the Rescue. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.